Ready to rock? Yes. Okay. Hello, and welcome to the Sick Girl Missives. I'm Jillian. And I'm Jillian. We're both Jillians. And we've both teamed up for this little audio project in the hopes of exploring some big ideas. Particularly ideas around illness, as we're both sick. But also about the other big and small things that can happen to a person. Basically, we write letters to each other. In the last episode, I read my letter about foggy gardens, and this week, you're going to read a letter inspired by a word, phrase, or idea that showed up in my letter. Anything else that people should know? Well, you're Canadian. And you're American. And your entire house smells like bananas. It does. And there's only three bananas in my house, so what does that tell you about bananas? Pretty assertive. Fruit. Some pungent fruit there you got. Very pungent. Deeply pungent. And your cat can herd you like a sheep. Now, we write these lines ourselves and made, then make the other person say them. So I'm going to need <laughs> some explanation on that. <laughs> yeah. So um, I've learned that my cat, she has a specific room that she likes to be pet in, which is my parents' room. And she started leading me to their room to pet her. So she'll lead me in there, and then when I'm done and I try to leave, she gets up and she cuts me off, and then she starts walking in front of me, and she plops back on the floor, and she does the little pose, letting me know that it's time to keep petting her. So um, it took me a while to realize, but she has indeed uh, learned how to herd me. (laughs) That's a great skill for a cat to have, so. I think uh, that's about it. Let's start the show. Dear Jillian, if someone asked me how I was doing at this very moment, I would talk about cherry blossoms and the stone-sized birds which are always everywhere singing, and the blue sky that's been parked over my house for three days, and the little red-brown buds on the maple tree outside of my window. The person asking would take all of this to mean good, and they would be halfway right. Spring is good, and here I am in it. This same person would probably not think Jillian has recently washed her underpants in the sink. And about this, they would be all the way wrong. I've been washing my underpants in the sink a lot lately. Look at that. The chickadees, who I thought would never quit whistling, just stuffed all of their seeds into tiny green tote bags and moved to another neighborhood. A cloud just hurtled over my house and is now strategically positioning itself between me and that baby blue sky. The maple tree just sank into the ground like a periscope being pulled back into the sea. There is nothing good to see here. Just a woman, nearly 30, wearing slightly damp underpants. Spring, in all its goodness, has abandoned me. If someone asked me at this very moment why I have been washing my underpants in the sink, I would say, I don't know. And this would be true. My building has a laundry room. I have detergent, several loonies, fancy sheep wool dryer balls that I bought from my high school best friend who now has a side business slinging home goods. I have everything I need to not wash my underpants in the sink. And yet here I am washing my underpants in the sink. I have compiled a list of the big and small reasons why this might be the case. Number one, global pandemic. Number two, stairs. Number three, Crohn's disease. Number four, afraid of falling or being pushed from behind into a dryer. (laughs) (laughs) Saying that out loud, I don't think that that's necessarily a reasonable fear, but you never know. 
Number five, living in an interlocking web of oppressive systems in which I am both oppressor and oppressed. Number six, I used to eat dog bones as a kid, not for a long time, but for enough time. A lot of these reasons also show up on my why am I not doing my dishes before they develop a crust list and my why don't I bring my recycling down with me when I'm going out for a walk list and my why don't I read more list and my why haven't I read To Kill a Mockingbird yet list and my why don't I make something other than udon noodle stir fry for dinner tonight list. I could have a list of lists, all of the things that I want to do and that I know would make my life better and that I am still not doing. And the not doing felt okay in winter. It felt allowed. Everyone collectively decided that everything was terrible and that we could wash our underpants in the sink because at least we were washing and wearing underpants. But with the cherry blossoms and the stone-sized birds and the red-brown buds popping out of the spindly ends of still-naked tree branches, it feels like someone has turned on the light at 3 a.m. and caught me sleeping. And not only have they caught me sleeping, but they have caught me sleeping with drool on my face and at least one boob hanging out. And I know, I know, I know that spring is good and that every blue sky bird song new bud moment is a rope lowered into the deep dark cave in which we find ourselves. But I am not ready. It is so bright. I am scared. My underpants are not yet dry. Do you need more reasons? I have a list, a whole list I can give you. Just ask. Love always, Jillian. Oh man, I love that. Oh, good. Uh, yeah. <laughs> And I already have so many thoughts on what you just read. Like, first things first, waking up with a boob out. Yeah. When you're not intending to have a boob out. Oh, God. It, it is absolutely terrifying and yeah. terrible to wake up with a boob somewhere you weren't <laughs> intending on having it in the morning. Um, yeah. So I just wanted to go ahead and get that out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> and um, something that I was kind of picking up that is resonating with me right now is this feeling of obviously spring is coming, but the world still kind of feels like it's it's so stopped right mm -hmm. now. And we're not back on track and I'm not on track. And yet with spring arriving, it's reminding me that a year is past. Yeah. And time is passing and we're still not on track and I'm still not moving. Mm -hmm. And uh, is there some apprehension that, that you're feeling reaching this new spring? Totally. I think like I went for a walk right before this call and there are cherry blossoms all down my street and I feel mm -hmm. like I can't enjoy them. I'm not enjoying them. And I know that I should enjoy them because they are undeniably beautiful, but I'm looking at them and I'm annoyed because it just doesn't feel, I don't feel like spring looks. <laughs> um, I, I just, I feel like winter. I feel like my whole life is winter right now. And so the idea of seeing blue sky it's like too much. And mm. I think I think that's where like this idea of somebody turning on the light and you're just like in a deep mm -hmm. sleep comes in because it's like I'm annoyed by the blue sky and these beautiful cherry blossoms and these tiny little birds that are just like twittering away in the tree across from my building. And it's yeah. like I, I don't want to be annoyed, but I am. And I think it is because 
of the passing of time. And I feel like I don't want it to have been a year, and it is. It feels like there should be more winter, and I don't want to be in spring until we're out of this. You weren't just woken up at three in the morning. You were woken up from a deep depression nap. (laughs) Yeah, I think like the collective depression we've all been Uh experiencing. Where you're (laughs) brushing your teeth like every two days. Yeah, I, you know, I've been brushing my teeth, but I will say that I do have an electric toothbrush and it's like, I just don't charge it anymore. So I just use like a regular toothbrush, (laughs) which defeats the whole purpose. (laughs) You're still brushing your teeth. It's just not as effective um, or making use of the purchase that you made. (laughs) I think this is the thing. It's like weirdly showing up for me, this like collective depression. Like I'm manually using my electric toothbrush instead of charging it, or I'm washing my underpants in the sink. I haven't washed my underpants in the sink since, you know, you go backpacking. Okay. So like when you don't have access to laundry facilities is what you're saying. (laughs) Yeah. This is what's so baffling to me. It's like, I have access to all the things I need to not be washing my underpants in the sink. But stairs are hard. Stairs are the worst. Stairs are hard. And you know what? Crohn's is always applicable. I like to apply it all the time. Any all any time. circumstance, Jillian, can you can you pass me the salt? No, I'm sorry, I have, I have Crohn's. Crohn's disease. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I can't do it. You know? Um, do you do that <laughs> with, with your illness? Since? Oh yes, that's one of the few perks of being as sick as I am. Mm-hmm. Is you know. <laughs> can you go dig that out of the freezer for me? Cause mm. you know, I'm not allowed to touch things that are below 30 degrees Fahrenheit. Okay. I have Renaud's. Yeah. So okay. you should go get me ice cream and not <laughs> me. I think we need to cut all of that. Cause it <laughs> makes us sound really bad. It does. <laughs> I'm so sorry to everyone who I've ever said, I can't, I can't have Crohn's disease too. Um, I mean, like, sometimes that is true, but, like, when it's something, like, use your best judgment. Like, if I'm saying that in response to Jillian, can you make me a delicious pie for my birthday? (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I say, I can't, I have Crohn's disease. Like, there's something else going on, you know, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because Crohn's disease is is in my, in my butt. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and sometimes there are certain situations that I can be in that I'm being asked to do something and I know that doing it will cause me problems down the road. Mm. Or like, I don't know for sure that it will, but there's a chance that it will. And I just don't want to take that chance. And instead of explaining the extent of all that to people, you just kind of have to say like, I can't because X, Y, and Z. When in reality, I might actually be able to complete that task, but the dominoes that will fall yeah, because of that could lead somewhere I don't want to be. Yeah, you have to think pretty far ahead. Right. With a chronic illness. 
Yeah. Well, Mm -hmm. and how does that thinking far ahead, like, how does that make you feel in this very abrupt switching from winter to spring? Because it also kind of seems like with everything on pause, there's been very little in ways of thinking far ahead. Mm-hmm. How, how does that feel to you? So there's been something really soothing in a lot of ways to my anxiety about, about the past year. Now, asterisk on that <laughs> sentence. My anxiety has maybe never been worse, but there's one... <laughs> There's one aspect of it that I feel like what I mentioned in my letter of like people collectively deciding that this is terrible mm-hmm. and that it's okay to wash your underpants in the sink um, because at least you're wearing underpants. Like that feeling of like lowering the bar mm. um, on everything has really helped my anxiety in a lot of ways because it's kind of like, okay, I can... I can just take a day where I don't do anything but watch TV and um, I can just take a day where I eat a a lot of marshmallows, okay? And like, (laughs) and that's okay because it's happening within this like very – understandable context of everything is terrible. I think something similar, like when I was really sick, like really, really sick, I felt a similar kind of Mm -hmm. exhale of like, okay, I don't have to be on all the time. I can take days where I just like, don't get out of my sweatpants and my hair is not brushed and it's okay for me to be doing that. Whereas Mm -hmm. when, you know, I got better or as, well, I got better temporarily (laughs) in the long arc of a chronic illness Um, or, you know, now it's spring and and people are like out and, and it's a year now. So I feel like that bar has been raised again where it's like, at this point in the pandemic, <laughs> you're kind of expected to know how to function, I feel. Mm-hmm. I feel like we've stopped talking about how collectively terrible it is in a lot of ways. And so people aren't like, it's okay to wash your underpants in the sink. <laughs> because, <laughs> you know, people are like living fully <laughs> functioning lives um, now. And now that's like a weird outlier thing to do. But I mm-hmm. still feel like I'm in that space of like, everything's terrible. I'm just trying to survive, you know? Like there are people outside wearing pants. Full pants. Full Full pants. laundered pants. And I I want you to know that it is okay to wash your underwear in the sink. Thank you very much for that validation. I I just want you to know that even if I give you crap about it, it's okay. (laughs) Okay, good. (laughs) I was a little worried that you would be listening to that letter and be like, I don't want to do a podcast with you anymore. Yeah, I think when I'm not doing my laundry, when I'm washing my underpants in the sink, that's like a little red flag popping up out of my Jillian machine that's like, we need 
help. <laughs> um, so yeah, one of many little flags that will go up. Um, That's like, wait a minute, we're not coping right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we should address wrong. something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Check engine light. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think something I've been thinking about a lot, and I think plays into what I was talking about in my letter, is what happens when this is over? And hopefully we're, we're there to see that um, happen. I, yeah, I feel so weird. It's like my whole body contracts at the idea of us just going back to exactly how things were. I feel like we all need to get the same tattoo. <laughs> yeah. Right? Like there's get a little a little medical mask on the inside of our left wrist. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> Where it's like we're marked in an obvious mm-hmm. way, not just in the internal way that we will forever be marked by this experience, but like there's some clear sign that it happened. Well, and it's, it's almost kind of like being able to recognize that it's a year that we need to grieve Mm -hmm. and not even, even if you haven't lost a person, like if you're not someone who is directly tied to a loss Um, or a job loss or an opportunity loss like it was still a year that was lost it was just this year of so much lost opportunity for people on an individual level on top of the loss of actual human beings Mm -hmm. that it's okay to grieve this year, even if you didn't lose someone. Mm -hmm. And it's okay to grieve those people, even if you didn't know them personally. Like there's just, there's a lot of processing that I don't think we've done, you know? And it's okay to want the good things and let the good things in, but we should do so in an honorable way that allows us to feel the heaviness of the situation. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know how to do that other than just saying it, other than, and I think that's why I wrote this letter today was like, God, this is what I've been feeling. Mm -hmm. And I just, I just want it to feel like an all the way good thing. Like, yes, it's sunny, you know, we're in March and feeling good. And it's like, I'm just not feeling Mm -mm. it. That's okay. You will feel it when you're ready to feel it. And your spring will be there for you. Thank you. And, you know, in the meantime, like I will be certainly washing my underpants in the sink tonight. So yeah. And you know what? I think like, seriously, though, you are washing your underpants, though. They are clean underpants. There are so many people 
who walk around this world with dirty underwear. (laughs) Do you think that that's true? Yes. That is a wild thing to think about the world, Jillian. You think there's a lot of people walk around wearing dirty underpants? (laughs) Yeah, I do. And um, I mean, like, and hey, you know what? If that's you, that's okay. (laughs) It's not me, but maybe it is a dear listener. That's what I was saying. I wasn't saying if that's you. Sorry. Okay, Um, I was like. It's not me. <laughs> that was too convincing. Yeah. There are some people who walk around be- not wearing underpants. Okay, Jillian. Be- well. Be clear in who you are addressing, please, and thank you. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's, you know what? It's okay. Hey, pop them in the sink. Um, I think like, this moment, this kind of gentle pause, it's maybe a good time to for a happy good. Yeah, talk about happy yeah. good things. Yeah. Well, <laughs> okay. What's your happy good? Um, my happy good is I've been doing a lot of creative stuff lately. It was good to have a little bit of a break for this. I think um, you and I were both agreeing that we got to recharge, which was really good, and also mm-hmm. got to focus on other creative creative things so Mm -hmm. um I made a couple of videos um and wore a multitude of wigs in those videos really exciting stuff whenever you get to wear more than one wig it's business I do have a business wig yeah 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 is it What's it look like? What's your business wig? It's blonde. You know, it's it's kind of, I have some clips in it, like some barrettes. Mm-hmm. Keep it out of my face. That's some serious stuff. <laughs> Will I ever get to see these videos? Like, this is, this is all I care about right now. Like, <laughs> I want to enjoy your creations because mm. I always do. I recently just got to enjoy your picture of tennis balls going to an art gallery. (laughs) Yeah. I made an art gallery for tennis balls in my home. Mm -hmm. And now they can look at like really wonderful, famous pieces of art whenever they want to, Um, which is often by the, by the looks of things. I mean, they are naturally curious. Yeah. By design. They are. That's, why they roll everywhere they got a lot going for them and the one thing that they didn't have going for them was that they didn't have an art gallery and so I made an art gallery for them what's your happy good I have a part-time job um yeah and it's not gonna be for too long it's just for um about two months possibly three um but one of my doctors had cleared me for about 10 to 15 hours of work a week. And it's just nice to have the opportunity to be productive. Do you have a business wig? No. How to get one? I, yeah. I mean, my job starts tomorrow, so I really need to get on that. Do you think I could wear a hat for now? I have a hat. I have a hat that has a personality. She's a sun hat. She's wide brim, 
very floppy. If I put on sunglasses, I am a new woman. <laughs> yeah, she'll do. Okay, she'll okay. do. <laughs> okay, okay, until I can get my wig. Yeah. All right. Good luck if it's tomorrow. Wear that hat, wear a tie, wear um, just like a, just a strong brown belt that if I've learned anything, it's that those are the wardrobe staples needed. I even have a new belt. Perfect. Yeah. Why didn't you bring that up before now? (laughs) I, I should have. I should have. Well, that, and also because like this belt is originally supposed to cost like 68 bucks. Oh. You know how much I got it for a belt? I don't know. That's cost sixty eight bucks. I got it for twelve dollars. Twelve dollar belt. Congratulations! Did you buy it out of the trunk of somebody's car? <laughs> <laughs> no, there was just a really, really, really good deal at Nordstrom Rack. Okay. So, uh, okay, great. Well. Nordstrom Rack is not sponsoring us, so... No, but if they would like to... (laughs) You know what I would like? I would like to have a sponsor who is a person who sells stuff out of the trunk of their car. And and so if that's you, get in touch. And you want to advertise. You want to advertise. Here's here's the thing. You're not allowed to murder people. We're not going (laughs) to send people to you. To get your hot deals. Yeah. And then they disappear. So if you sell things out of the trunk of your car for a reasonable price and you don't murder your customers. Yeah. Get in touch. Absolutely. Both things. Both both things things. need to be true. No. (laughs) The last thing we need, the kind of negative publicity that would come out of, wow, Stephen the trunk killer you know the sick girl missives his number one fan and (laughs) and sponsorship partner okay right that's where he got that was the one thing connecting all of his victims so we don't want to hear from you steven but everybody else everybody else who sells quality goods out of the trunk of their car hasn't had a lot of avenues sponsorship advertisement avenues open to them so far and don't you don't murder people hey, hit us up send us an email thank you for listening to the sick girl missus We'll be back on April 4th with a new episode. Love always. Chili. Yeah.